Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 60 of Women in Confidence. Lovely to have you here, and thank you for coming back. And I know there's plenty of choice when it comes to podcasts, so if you're new here, I'm really grateful you've chosen Women in Confidence to listen to. So as I said, this is episode 60, so a milestone for the podcast, which means the end of season six, and we'll be starting season seven shortly. Looking, always, always, always looking for guests. So reach out to me on contact at vanessa-murphy.com if you or you know somebody who'd be great for the show. So moving on to this week's episode, I'm joined today by Vanessa Pinozo, who's coming all the way from lovely Canada. You're still on Tuesday. I'm on Wednesday. And I should say that this is in Australia. We've, we've just started International Women's Day. So the 8th of March here. So I'm sure we're going to talk about that. But let me introduce you to Vanessa. So Vanessa is a young businesswoman in the real estate industry, and she is really on a mission to create a female empowerment movement across the industry. And I guess she's very, very lucky that she gets to contribute to that every day, being a female business owner and in partnership with her father in this amazing real estate business, which I know we're going to talk about because it's it's really important that we're really driving as women into all these different spaces. So it's real estate, it's capital, it's construction. And I know she's incredibly ambitious. So we're going to hear a lot about that. But I should say she's also the director of operations and the company is called Executive Properties Capital. So hello, Vanessa, and welcome to the show. And thanks for joining me. Hello, so excited to be here. Season finale episode, episode 16. That's great. It is a big one today. So I'm really grateful that you've been able to join me today. And we will talk about International Women's Day. But I just want to ask my first question. What does Mm -hmm. having confidence mean to you? That is a question that I could answer for 10 minutes straight. But to me, having confidence means that you are courageous and you feel empowered to be able to take on anything that's going on in your life, whether that's in a personal aspect, career, family, friends, no matter what it is, you feel confident enough to take that on and to present yourself as your best self every single time you show up for something. And you said courageous. And I often use courage and confidence together because it, to me, it's almost the, I call it courage is like the kick up the ass to go and do something. Do you, do you genuinely feel a courageous woman? I think I'm still growing in that every day for sure. But I can say right now that I definitely do feel courageous. I think all women are courageous at some point or another in their lives. And I think it's an everyday, I think it goes hand in hand with confidence. And I think you're kind of working towards both of those every day and you're getting stronger with those attributes every single day. So yes, I definitely feel courageous and I would love to feel even more courageous as I get older and continue onward. You'll be unstoppable for sure if you find any more courage and bravery. <laughs> but I also want to talk about International Women's Day because I said in Australia, we're already um, on that day, March the 8th. And the theme this year for International Women's Day is around embracing equity. And I needed to, I needed to go onto Google just to check that I was thinking the same thing that the International Women's Day, um, their theme means. And it says here that International Women's Day embracing equity means facing the truth that in our society, all people don't really start from a level playing field. And I think that's true across many areas in terms of, well, we'll talk about real estate because I always Mm -hmm. imagine that's pretty tricky to get into. Um, And it's not a level playing field when you're looking at mortgage rates and access to capital as a woman and just understanding the real estate market, which is probably quite frightening. But um, I think 
part of this podcast is perhaps embracing some of that equity and, and helping to give women access to that level playing field. And I think this is why I really like podcasting, actually, that it is accessible to all. All you need is a mobile phone and some he- headphones. That's all you need mm-hmm. to do your podcast and you're away. And that's why I, I guess I really like podcasting and, and, and that sort of embracing equity in that. But what do you think of International Women's Day? Do you feel like we need it? I mean, you're, we're generations apart. You know, you're, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say, was it 24, 25, something like 23. that? 23. 23. Yes. You know, I'm 49. <laughs> we're generations apart. Do you feel like International Women's Day means something to your generation? I think it for sure does. I think women nowadays are approaching International Women's Day not so much as coming from a place of like, oh, I'm I'm so sad that we're not equal. I'm so sad we deserve this. I think we're coming from a place in my generation of let's fight for it. Let's embrace it. And let's use this as something, as motivation, as fuel to make ourselves better, show up better. And, you know, obviously, well, I think we'll always have to prove that we're equal to men. And I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. So I absolutely think this day is still necessary because we've come so far as women in business and women in society. So there's so much to celebrate, yet there's so much to still work towards. And your mission or one of your, the thing that you're really passionate about is creating a female empowerment movement across the real estate industry. What, tell me a bit about that story and why that's your, that's so important to you. It's so important to me because with my age and obviously being a woman, I think I have to work two times as hard as everybody else and maybe one extra time harder than just regular women in the industry because of my age. So it's so important to me because I don't I don't see myself as being less than so I'm trying to figure out and trying to combat why do other people and why do I have to continuously prove myself? So it's really important to me because at the end of the day, whether we're in real estate or whether you're in business or law or insurance, like there's nothing stopping a woman from being equal to a man. And I think in some ways we excel more than they do. And I think we just, we're fighting for those opportunities to prove that. And that's something that, yeah, I'm I'm super passionate about it because I've seen what I'm capable of and I've, connected with some other great women and seen what they're capable of. And when you're together and when you're all empowering one another and promoting that, like, yeah, we can do this mindset, you can accomplish so much more than is if you were to just look at yourself in a room full of men and be like, wow, like poor me, like use it to your advantage. It's great. It's awesome. So yeah, that's why it's important to me. And you are director of operations in your family company, so Executive Properties Capital. Tell me about how you came to be the director of operations. Yeah, absolutely. So obviously, as Vanessa mentioned, I work with my father and I'm I'm super lucky to do that. And I was telling her offline in our first little chat that it kind of came to me at a time when I I wasn't very happy in in my life. And my confidence was definitely at an an all-time low. And I was telling Vanessa that I was following a very traditional path of being in in post-secondary school and just doing what I thought I was supposed to do. Not in real estate. I was studying something completely different. Um, And it it just occurred to me that I didn't want to live a basic life. I didn't want to just have an average life. I wanted something more. I wanted something bigger. And through some difficult but positive and empowering conversations with my father, I was able to step into our family business and kind of start taking over the reins and learning how that goes. And of course, that that comes with its challenges every day, whether it's working with family or whether it's 
being so young and trying to convince myself and others that I'm capable of being a leader and capable of running a business. But it came to me at a time where I realized I wanted to be an entrepreneur and I wanted to create something bigger than, than just a nine to five. And I'm, I'm super lucky to be doing that. And let's go back to, you said you were, you were studying something else or your career was really your career path was heading in a different direction. Mm-hmm. What, what were you studying at university? And then we'll talk about your little change. Sure. Yeah, I was, I was studying psychology. So I was, I was a major in psychology and that's where I thought my life was headed for the first three years of my post-secondary journey. And the reason why I want to talk about this is because you went from psychology and now into real estate because you had to make quite a big decision at some point about do I follow this course in psychology and you know the the path that is almost set for me in many ways but you mm-hmm. made a decision so tell me tell us all about that decision and and how you came to I guess have the real confidence to do that because well I'll let you tell the story <laughs> okay um I came I came to that decision and I was saying before obviously I, I wasn't happy with where I was in my life and my confidence that that goes hand in hand for sure my confidence was at an all-time low I felt like I hadn't found my passion and my purpose and I was just kind of going through the motions that are yeah exactly as you said it kind of set in stone for anybody that's between 17 to 18 it's just kind of what's expected of you and I knew in my my gut and my heart that there was so much more to my personality, to my capabilities, to my brain power and what I'm capable of doing. And through exploring those conversations with my dad and kind of outlining what the future could look like and weighing kind of the pros and cons, because of course, I mean, it sounds like a super spontaneous decision, but I'm actually a very rational person. I don't just jump into decisions. And I just, I was trying to picture what my life would look like if I stayed in school and finished out my program and continued on into psychology. And I was looking at all of the different positions that were available. And I was looking at, you know, the pay that that they came with, of course, because everybody needs to make a living. And I was very upset. I was very sad. And when I saw the opportunities and the potential of going into real estate and taking that step as an entrepreneur, and it's obviously a huge risk, everything changed for me. And that my gut was telling me that this was the right decision to make. And I can honestly say since then, my confidence has skyrocketed. My ability to make clear and conscious decisions has completely increased. And I I changed as a person overall. And I think that's just because I'm very clear on knowing what I want in my future and how I'm going to get that. And I'm willing to work hard for it. And I'm willing to put in the time and the hours in order to be able to get there. And I know when we spoke last time, we we talked about you know making that decision to to leave or to step not off, but to step to one side of these. You know, you're going to go to university, and then you're going to get the job, and mm-hmm. la 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 la. Um, how did people react to you making this decision to not follow the norm? I think there was a variety of different reactions. Um, obviously, my family. My immediate family was super supportive, which is amazing. And I think that's all you can really ask for at the end of the day. And I'm super lucky to have that. I think my friends and, you know, still friends to this day, they were, they were confused. So the general consensus of people my age was just like, are you sure? Like this doesn't, this is so weird. It's so abnormal. Like you said, like nobody that I had personally known or that any of my friends had known had done that before. So it was kind of just like, it created a bit of a divide at first. And I think, I, I was definitely on a journey and a mission to prove myself. 
Um, and then there were some negative reactions and those to me are what has shaped me the most and what has motivated me the most. And it was all men that had, that had negative reactions, but I would get kind of comments that would say like, Oh, you're going to regret this. Like, you can't do this. Like you're just inheriting things. You're just following in daddy's footsteps. Like one day you're going to wish you had a degree and one day this isn't going to be right. And I remember in that moment, I knew that I would tell this story one day. I vividly remember thinking, I will use this and I'm just waiting for my time to use it. And here I am today. So it was a blessing in disguise. You said something um, a little while back about finding your purpose and that and knowing then that you had this purpose has given you some confidence. Now you've sort of had a few years from that decision and that purpose do you still have the same purpose? Do you feel, or has that evolved as you've matured and your life has changed? You used a great word. That was the word I was thinking of. It definitely has evolved for sure. I think when I first made that decision, it was just like, okay, I want to be an entrepreneur. And it was still a bit blurry for me, which I think is okay. Because, yeah, it's it's definitely evolved. And I I have so many more little intricacies within the industry and within business as a whole that I'm realizing like, wow, I'm so interested in this. And this is where I feel like I can really excel and having opportunities to be creative and mapping out my future. It doesn't scare me anymore to come up with a two-year, a five-year, a 10-year plan. I'm like, yeah, I got this. I know exactly what it is. And I definitely don't have it all figured out yet. I'm still absolutely evolving and learning. But yeah, and I think that kind of shows me and it's reassurance to myself. Like I made the right decision because I'm still here and I'm, I'm not stagnant and I have all these different things that I want to achieve. Good. But nobody's got it figured out. People think yes. this is like this perception that, Oh, you know, this Vanessa, Vanessa Murphy, she's got it figured out. And you're like, yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> um, they, I don't think anybody does. I think it's, it's, um, we can radiate that we do but yes genuinely don't and I'm, I will no. put BS on anybody who says they've got it figured out absolutely me too and I think the beauty of some of this my conversations with with my guests is that it gives people a safe environment to say look we haven't got it figured out we are we're progressing we're making ourselves better day by day but you know we're not we're not there we're never a finished product and nobody is perfect well let's talk about executive properties capital tell me about the business because i know it it's got three parts to it so tell me about that and tell me what your job is absolutely yeah so executive properties capital is our real estate organization so as vanessa said we're a group of three companies that operate under one roof they all work together in sync and they kind of flow in a chronological order of which companies you'll be interacting with and the role to them carry. So the first one is our capital investment company. So everything that we purchase in real estate is in a joint venture partnership. So we on the EPC side of things are considered the sweat equity partners. So we'll carry out everything from A to Z on this project from finding the acquisition to renovating it to property management and everything in between. And the people that come to us through our capital investment company have access to some sort of capital, whether it's from a home equity line of credit their business, their savings, wherever it is, don't judge, doesn't matter where it's coming from. And they just want a place to park their funds, but they may not have the time, the resources, or the knowledge to even know where to start. And that's where we come in. So we'll do that. We'll partner with them in our capital investment company. And that piece of real estate that we purchase is going to be distressed. So 
everything that we purchase is structurally sound, but cosmetically it's a disaster. The quarters live there, all that pretty stuff. So that's where the second company comes in and that's our in-house construction company. So we'll renovate the property from top to bottom, depending on the size of the property and the condition. Sometimes we're taking our properties right down to the studs and the bricks and then building them back up to a newly modern renovated home. And on our larger acquisitions, so our apartment buildings, we are doing cosmetic stuff only. Apartment buildings obviously have a very sound and structured layout. So we're just doing cosmetic stuff like changing the floors, paint, trim, all that kind of stuff. Um, And before we get to our third company, we'll refinance the property. And we've been successful at pulling out anywhere between 80 to 100% of our investors' initial capital which allows them to do the whole rinse and repeat model. So we're buying, renovating, refinancing, and repeating. And the third company is our property management company. So obviously a vacant home isn't doing anybody any good. So our property management company will step in and they'll take the pictures. They'll lease the unit to some young professionals. That's typically our demographic that we like to focus on. And we will do the everyday 24-7, 365 management of that property. Um, And yeah, we're in Canada. So everything's located in Hamilton, Ontario, which is a province and city in Canada. Well, let's talk about the first part, the capital. And this is the one we spoke about quite a bit when we chatted. And that access to capital, uh, and it's, it's very apt, I suppose, on International Women's Day when we talk about equity, is do you see that women have struggle or do struggle to access capital to get into real estate um do you see that you know what i think we see a mix our our investors are a mix between being men and women and the women that we do invest with typically they're coming they're entrepreneurs themselves and they're typically pulling money out of their business or out of another investment property that they already have now if they don't already have a property it may be a little bit more difficult. I know you and I obviously talked about that some lenders and some mortgage brokers don't look at women as equal and it's a lot more difficult for women to qualify for that investment property but typically they're getting their capital from like I was saying business or home equity line of credit or just a line of credit in general. Um and as long as they're able to do that we can absolutely facilitate the rest. And I was I was saying to Vanessa that it's it's very inspiring to see a lot of the women that we we partner with our CEOs at their own law firms, their coaches, their just business owners in general. So it's it's really great to see that. And I think we can definitely help women where there's a will, there's there's a way for sure. We've done it before. And do you does your business focus or particularly target women to help them into this space of real estate? Or is that something that maybe you as when you're heading the company will focus on? Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head with the second part there. That's definitely something that I would love to focus on in the future. I think that would be definitely falling into my five-year plan is to figure out a program in a way that I can help women more and educate them and teach them. And I was saying to Vanessa, it's, it's not rocket science. It's not something that's super difficult to learn and to achieve. And if I can do it and I'm, I'm this young and I'm still learning, I know that there's absolutely other women out there that are just looking for an opportunity, but aren't overly confident in how to find that. And that's something that absolutely I would love to help with. In your work as director of operations, what are some of the challenges that you come across and you're like, oh, you have those moments, you're like, come on, come on, Vanessa, lean into that confidence. What are some of those moments? I, 
I think the biggest one for me is is handling difficult conversations with members of our team. Sometimes it's it's hard to do that kind of stuff. Absolutely, especially when you're talking to a male counterpart who's maybe older than me, who's maybe more experienced than me. Maybe even if they're my age, it's still a conversation where I'm like, okay, like you have to show up with that confidence or or leading meetings. And I think public speaking is something that so many people struggle with, especially women. It's something that impacts confidence in a major, major way, especially for me. But yeah, those are definitely moments where I lean into those conversations and I'm like, okay, it may not be the best this time, but I'm still showing up and I'm still having that conversation. And I do see myself getting better at it. So I think the more you put yourself in those uncomfortable situations, the better you start to get at them and you become a master at them. Yeah, I totally agree. You know, actually face into those difficult situations. Don't run away from them because from going through those, actually, that's where the confidence comes and you build your confidence skin and, you know, you just get better at it. And do you think you've always been a confident person? Because to me, I'm just picking up your vibes. It's like, you know yourself. You're like, you've got this inner strength somewhere. You might not be aware of it, but I, I'm <laughs> sensing it. Do you feel you've always been that way? I think when I'm involved in something that I truly care about, yes, I'm, I'm confident for sure. Have I been confident my whole life as a person? No, definitely, definitely not. I think that's something that I've really been working on and really been improving because being confident gets you places. It gets you opportunities. It gets you in the door and it allows you to have those conversations. So I've been, it's something I've been working towards my whole life because I know that it's something that's so important, especially as a woman and especially as a leader. So I think, I think the older I get, the more confident I get, but that's definitely not something I've had my whole life. I know that there's people that are just extroverted and they're super confident in any conversation. They're like, yeah, I got this. Like they don't even like sweat. There's no stress whatsoever. That's not me. I'm working on it. So I I appreciate you noticing that. And let's talk about your dad and how he supports you. How does your dad support you as you develop in the business and develop as a woman as well? He's really great at that. He's really great at guiding me along the way and allowing me very patient with just having somebody in his shadow kind of 24 seven, just learning from him and picking up on those conversation. And he's been great at keeping that role as a father and as a mentor a little bit separate. I think there's definitely times where they can join in that definitely contributes to him being supportive. I think it's supportive in a different way, but it's, it's appreciated nonetheless because it's allowed me to like ask the questions that like, you may feel like are stupid. Like he really embodies the, like, there's no stupid questions. Like I'd rather teach you and I'd rather you learn and make those mistakes and work on little things along the way, as opposed to like, Nope, this is how it is. You're going to follow it. You're going to learn it and you're going to love it. It's definitely not like that. Well, let's talk about your ambitions for the business and where you Mm -hmm. see your real strength and bringing that to the business and where you want to take the business in the next five years. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would love to have, I would love to have the company running itself or a group of companies running itself. I think that's so important so that you can allow yourself to take a step back and focus on being in your flow state and what that means to you. And I would love to have a program where we specifically partner with women. I would love to have a women's only networking group and host these different events. And it doesn't have to just be specific to real estate. It can be specific to building confidence and having that courage and wanting to do these things in your business. It can be women who are entrepreneurs or women who are in the corporate side of the world. 
there is so many different challenges that we face out there. And I think the more relatable that we can make that for women, the better off we will be in the future. And that's something that I'm super passionate about. The world, the word relatable is so important to me because I always felt like there's not a lot of people that you can watch that are just kind of breaking it down and having real conversations like this. So being able to create networking groups and host conferences that are specifically for women and teach women and remove that scarcity mindset around investing and doing something for yourself that's going to set you up financially in the future. And I would love to have a team of rockstar women real estate agents on our team that are going out there and finding these deals for us that we can partner on, partnering with different women and creating different preferred partners within our business, a preferred female lawyer, a preferred female real estate agent, insurance agent, and all these different types of things. And I would love to do retreats of some sort. Like there's so many different things that we can do. And that's just touching a small scale of it. There's so many things on the real estate side as well. But yeah. You heard it here first. <laughs> this is a woman on the go, I tell you. Oh, I mean, I like to think it's the name. I think the name Vanessa obviously means you're, we're driven. Oh, for sure. But no, it sounds like, you know, you've got a really strong vision and having spent a very short amount of time with you, I really genuinely think you're going to achieve all those things because there's, again, there's this something inside you, the strength inside you, which is, as um, you know, flowing out all the thousands of kilometers away we are. From <laughs> yes. What do you advise people? I think it's really important for your generation, but just anybody can learn from you is what do you advise women who are perhaps at crossroads they realize that perhaps they haven't found their passion they're not living their best life just as you were when you were at university Mm -hmm. what would you advise them to do my my advice to them would be and I think we touched on it was having a passion and a purpose and it sounds so easy to say like oh just go find your passion go find your purpose but it's actually not so easy when you're in that moment and you're having those conflicting thoughts and I think taking some time to reflect on that and having it was so uncomfortable for me two, three years ago to say like what I wanted in my future. Like I would be having conversations with my boyfriend and I I couldn't answer that question. And it took me a lot of time to figure that out. It was a lot of like reading different books on mindset and having confidence and looking into the future and reading a lot of those books really helped me. And it allowed me to become a lot more clear in my thinking and figure out like, okay, I can do this. Like whoever's writing this book is writing it so that people like me and whoever else feels like they're struggling, read it. And they say like, okay, like I can do this. So I think doing that, I think finding your interests, what are you, what are you interested in? Is it fashion? Is it sports? Is it journalism, advertising? Like it could be anything. And if that's something that you're passionate about, can you make a career out of it? Like there's so many little steps along the way, but I think kind of Clearing your head and allowing yourself to think clearly is the first step. That was the first step for me. And that's what really helped lead into those next little things. You mentioned you read some books. Do you remember any of them that you read that you can share with us? Yeah, absolutely. I like anything by Tim Grover. I am a very big fan of his work. I think there's one book called Winning. um, And then I forget the other name of the book, but anything by Tim Grover is great. Um, a female author I really like is Brene Brown. Um, I think she's wonderful. I'm a huge Jay Fetty, Jay Shetty fan as well. So I really like his stuff. Anything on like 
it's a mix of everything. I think it's important to educate yourself on mindset and health and wellness at the same time, like business and having that like go getter attitude, if that's something you want. And if you're in that kind of crossroads, I think that can push you in a certain direction. I really like reading now and other sort of, I, I don't want to call them self-help or self-care, but essentially that's what they are. They're, they're topping yeah. up my bang of care so that internally I've got my confidence. So then externally I can, I can be the woman I want to be. And I just want to go back to something you said to me when we first met. And I want to bring this up because it was so incredible. It was like this moment for me that was just like, yeah, I need to capture that. And you said to me, collect the little moments of success. Can you remember saying that to me? I do. Tell me about that and why you think that's really important. So let me just say that again, collecting the little moments of success. So yeah, tell me about that one. Yeah, for sure. I I think when we were talking about that, we kind of came to like the why, like what is important for you to do if you feel like you're kind of failing or you're struggling or your confidence is low. And my my answer to that was collect the little wins and collect the little moments of success when you're starting something new and when you're starting a new journey, or even if you're on that journey and you're midway through wherever you are, it's so important to acknowledge and recognize when you've done something well, when you've done a good job, whether it's a big win or a small win, it's so easy to brush past those moments and just be like, okay, on to the next, on to the next, like whatever I did that, that's great. Okay, next. But allowing a little moment of appreciation for yourself is a huge confidence booster because you're like, okay, on the grand scheme of things, this may be small, but I did it. Like at one point in time, this was something that I thought was so hard and so scary, but I did it. And that's great. And I want to acknowledge that because now when I do it again, then I can just breathe past it and be like, oh, this is easy now. And doing that along my whole career and in in little steps, I try to notice those moments in my head and then be like, okay, that can happen this time. Like, that's great. And it makes me feel better. And it's such a small thing, but it's so important. Yeah. No, I really like that quote. I've actually, I think I mentioned it in an Instagram post that you told me because I just, it was so powerful. I love it. I've written it down. I've, I'll be telling everybody about it. And hopefully when people oh, listen awesome. to this podcast, they'll, they'll also feel that power in that statement. So it's great. Well, listen, Vanessa, it's been amazing having you on the show. Thank you so much for being on. So We've ticked off 60th episode and International Women's Day. So thank you so much for being on Women in Confidence. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a blast.